Hello, everybody. Welcome back to River Dinks. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? Uh, there are a lot of songs. River Dinks. Peep show. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, and I'll I'll start talking about this episode because we have some some strong opinions it seems um this was season seven episode six titled chapter 123 peep show it was directed by amy murald and written by ted sullivan and it originally aired on may 3rd 2023 and this is what happens uh, general note, I took kind of few notes for this episode because so many scenes would happen and I would think, surely they're not going to keep talking about that. No note needed. And then they did. So, <laughs> some of them we're going to have to fill in the gaps or you're going to have to with your incredible... Uh, I took notes on a lot of stuff. So if you get lost... No, I, like, I like remember it, but I just... I, it's hard for me to say what... I try to say all the stuff that's interesting and there wasn't a ton of interesting. <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into it. Okay. Um, okay. Jughead notices that Pep Comics is plagiarizing one of his favorite authors, Brad Rapery. Uncle Frank is at Archie's house and he's being a real ass and he's like, You have to be on the basketball team as the water boy to learn your to learn some character. Uh Betty asks Veronica what sex is like, and Veronica says she's never actually had sex, but she gives some tips on sexiness in general important note she says i've never gone all the way with a boy she does say with a boy so i just don't want to brush over that no you're right you're right it's not that she says she never has sex she says she's never had sex with a boy so that's true um and she also invites betty over to try on lingerie uh, Archie asks the principal about getting his grades up, and also Frank is going to coach the Bulldogs basketball team, and Archie is going to try and figure something out to up his grades. I don't know. Evelyn Ever Never is here, and she's one of the Vixens. She's on the cheerleading squad. And Tony tries out for the Vixens, and Cheryl lets her in immediately for obvious reasons. Veronica and Betty try on lingerie together, and it's very charged. Uh, Jughead finds Brad Rayberry and tells him to send a cease and desist to Pep Comics, which I think is interesting, knowing context of the creation yeah. of Riverdale. Um, mm, oh, Evelyn comes to talk to Cheryl about Tony, and she's like, she shouldn't be on the squad because she is gay. And Cheryl is like, she is not gay. Shut up. Um, Uncle Frank takes Archie's car away because he's just a real ass. Betty asks out Archie and Archie's like, I would love to go out with you, but I can't because Uncle Frank is being such an ass. Uh, Evelyn finds the, the Costa Pepper book in Tony's locker and confronts Tony about it. But Tony is a boss and doesn't care. She doesn't give a shit. Um... Uncle Frank gets Archie a job pumping gas at Pops. Jughead goes to Brad Rayberry's apartment for writing advice, but he steals a manuscript from him instead, like just from his apartment. And he reads it and he thinks it's incredible and he loves it. Uh, Betty goes on a date. Oh, wait, also, he then he goes back to 
Brad Rayberry and he's like, I love this manuscript. You really, really need to publish this. It can't just sit here. And he's like, so you stole from me? And he's like, yes. And he gets mad and he kicks Jughead out, understandably. Uh, Betty goes on a date with some rando uh, who actually is on the Hallmark channel, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I looked him up. He is on the Hallmark channel. <laughs> they met through Polly. Yep. <laughs> um, she goes on the date, but she's still stuck on thinking about Archie. And then she and Veronica are peeping on Archie and Archie notices. And then Archie approaches Betty and he's like, that was fucking awesome. And uh, we should bang maybe somehow. And so the two of them decide that they're going to strip for each other at midnight in their respective windows across the street from each other. Um, Archie also in the interim decides that he's going to be on the basketball team, not as the water boy, but as a player, just like his dad. Uh, and then Betty and Archie do their window strip tease voyeurism moment. And they do almost get naked. And then they both get walked in on by their guardians slash parents. And that's the end of the episode. Did you like it? Yes or no? It's fine. I'm going to say no. Let's say this. The problem is, is that we are so back with Shoney. And it was going to be the best Shoney episode in many moons. Um, that's what's kind of swaying me. It's like so the Shoney maiden like voyage it. was hit by the Barchi iceberg. Like, <laughs> God. I just have to say, I told you so. Last okay, th- let's yes, have last it. Last night, you guys made me feel like a fool because you to- talked at me for two to five minutes of hell. There was no way in hell that Barchi would actually strip for each other in front of each other. And only this is not what was said. And you said it was only like three minutes. That's not what we were saying. That is not uh, what fine, we said. Fine. You guys were like, I You we were saying that, that was going would... to be only a few minutes of the episode. There might be other things. And wrong. there was a bunch of, cho- of Shoney stuff. Which I guess you were right. They did only strip in front of each other for maybe three minutes. However, so yes, we are vindicated. You Thank you. You guys silly for believing that there will be Archie in an episode where there is it is heavily like that was I was fucking miserable when that episode ended like we so jover it's it is so jover I was miserable I mean like it was exactly what I thought it would be you guys were like I can't expect it like I can't like in the actual like, I, stripping how I scene, like, I, I couldn't, I just could not believe it. Like the actual God. stripping scene, I thought was really good. I said that just to see if Allie would make a facial expression, and she gave me a stone dead nothing, no reaction to that. I did not think it was good. I um, it was miserable. I the actual scene at the very end where they did strip. I knew literally exactly what was going to happen because it was the promo for the episode, but I didn't account for how bad it would feel to watch it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You it guys are like, bother it's going to be like, much at all. It, I didn't. So, okay. Here's the deal. In terms of, I, okay. I think I'm like in the middle between you two. I think it seems fair to me to say, because I, like the actual things we're watching and like this as a scene of a TV show did not bother me. And I was not upset by it. I was terribly, terribly upset 
because of feeling the most beautiful TV show on the planet slip away from me in quality. And it's making me so sad because it's like, it's like, I, people are like, is it better to have loved and lost or never loved at all? And now I know what it's like to love and loss. So it's like, but I, you know, I wouldn't never want to never love at all. This I is the wanna... situation they're talking <laughs> about when they say that. <laughs> I, and I also, I, I, it is the opinion of some people that I follow that it's like point of no return. Like it's over, like it's kind of done, which to me seems too extreme because I think we are literally on episode six of the season. Like I still have faith that this is going to flip around and maybe I'm foolish for that, but I still do. But this episode, just the, the, again, the thing I had issue with was not that I was like, this was so shittily, made or like this was so terrible as like tv yeah it was just that i'm like we guys jughead was reading minds before <laughs> come on please like we need to they talked this was actually something really really funny was i saw a spoiler it was that they mentioned stonewall prep and they didn't do anything say anything about like brett or donna um even though it was a boys' school, I guess. So sorry, Donna. But they didn't mention anything about Brett. And it was just, I, I learned this spoiler because the person I follow as it was airing just kept posting over and over again. And they were, at first, I didn't know what it was about, but they were just saying, like, Riverdale, am I a joke to you? Riverdale, we're done. It's over. Never watching again. No, Brett. <laughs> and they were just like so mad that Brett was not mentioned. <laughs> but we did That's get Evelyn. Awesome. I do understand my fears about like Archie in terms of like where the like I do think that there is time for it to reverse and I know you guys are like the show is like deeper than like an end game of just like Betty and Archie ending up together yeah but like that doesn't mean I'm gonna be happy seeing it on my screen like <laughs> and they're it's they're waving it directly in my front of my fucking face in the teaser like that was real it was not some hallucination you guys were like <laughs> i just i can't get over it because you guys were acting like they lied or something it's no like those were like they filmed those shots they happened in that order it was exactly <laughs> as they, we thought it would be i just i can't believe it like it, it was like they're like the hot coals on your feet are not gonna feel as bad as well that works doesn't it bad example I guess. You're, like, pulse <laughs> you're like the poison that you're drinking is that actually like i just it's 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 i'm i'm rant over i just like it's not like i do not feel a deeper like that scene as it was i do not feel a deeper context here i just like i was miserable like i just uh, it's and i don't even feel like like I do, I also hate Bughead. Like we know this. It's just I find Barchi so uninteresting and reprehensible. And now, like I'm getting it in slow motion. Like having to see, like Archie take his underwear off. Like I'm so beyond miserable. God, they didn't, they didn't dye his pubes red. That's sad. <laughs> That's a great point. We should. That's what we were all waiting to say. I think that would have been like macabre. Like if they, like I just would have been so disturbed. I think that they had taken that level of detail. Um, 
and I and now every scene with Betty and Veronica was like they are so close like they are so close to getting it and like having Betty and Veronica have like an interesting relationship and then it's just about Archie again like I know that that's their whole goddamn thing but like like I know like I know that this is like we're like this is literally Archie like comics but I just like they're so close to taking it in a direction that's like I want them to fucking talk about something else, just the two of them. Like or please kiss. Like you know what? Like I, if it ever happens on the show, like I'll just have to like live with that. But I just like I want them. We like. I want them to talk about something else before the show ends. Like I want them to talk about something other than Archie. I want their friendship to have the complexity that it always deserved. Whatever, I'm ranting. I don't know if I'm... No, you're right. No, this I just was... what podcast is for. I just... This... Go ahead. No, I... Go ahead. This episode had so much Veronica sexual tension compared to... Like, I'm really starting... But now to, we said it. To but see now what you guys it. talk about. I'm finally starting to... To get on board. Okay, so we got we vision. got that at least. At least we have that. One victory. This, yeah. There was so much her being literally like, you should wear lingerie. You'll be so sexy and whatever. And let's you should try it on for and me. In come my on out. House. Let me see you. Yeah, come over to my house and we'll try on lingerie together. And then her like coming and being like, look in the mirror and like grabbing her. It's insane. That, that was great. Insane. And then they just like flush it down the fucking toilet. Like, without the, and I'm like, like, maybe they can take it somewhere else. Like, maybe they will go somewhere. I mean, because it wasn't, I guess it really, it wasn't just that Betty and Archie had like a romantic sexual moment. This episode it was interrupted. And then like, if the whole thing is about them, like their sexuality, like whatever, like it wasn't explicitly like this is going to culminate into Archie, like perfect ideal relationship or anything like that but i i have i don't know i don't know what they what they're gonna do something that i didn't fully understand was in the scene where they're trying on lingerie and veronica like pulls her over to the mirror and is like talking in her ear they have these like shots that it really seemed like, I don't know what it would be implying if it's not they're about to kiss. Of just her being like, like it would like zoom yeah. in on Veronica's mouth saying like, you're so sexy. And what, like, it just seemed really like. I thought she was like casting a spell. <laughs> that was a little it, was just, it felt like it was like she was realizing her attraction to veronica or vice versa yeah but then that never came back so maybe it was more just she was having a general sexual awakening of recognizing herself as a sexual creature but she's already had like she already knows that she wants i think she's continuing to do that i think it's just kind of sexual evolution overall that's what i mean like the text is right there like the scenes are there and they are veering away from it like i just i don't understand yeah no i'm starting to i'm starting to get it and i don't mean to sound like delusional or something like that i just i mean like 
like they have these scenes and then they I don't know. If you guys, if we were currently in a motel, like across the street from, well, I don't know why you're making that face. I haven't even said anything crazy yet. You made it such a such a face at me saying if we were in a motel. I'm sorry, that's not that unusual. It was just such a new topic. <laughs> if like, we were in a motel, if we were at Disneyland right now. <laughs> if we were in a motel across the street from where they filmed Riverdale. Uh, and we had some construction paper and markers and such. What would you put on your sign for us to go stand outside the Riverdale set to make our make our our <laughs> let my, known? Let my gaze marry. Yeah. <laughs> marry your gaze. I guess I'm um, thinking about like when they would stand outside like the Supreme Court with like pictures yeah. of the two guys from Supernatural on it and be like, "Let my gaze marry." Sorry, people are so embarrassing. Um, maybe mine would say, where's Die. Donna? We know the truth. Like, so to get the buzz going that there's like a large conspiracy about Donna that they need to fulfill. Yeah. There is in my heart, but yeah. long live the Gargoyle King. Yeah. Die Archie's pubes. Dang. Dang, okay. I have a disclaimer. It's just the so three of us with those sides. I have a disclaimer. <laughs> I don't mean to undercut Shoney by talking so much about Betty and Veronica because I like I do feel like I do appreciate Shoney for everything it is. But like literally it was hard to enjoy this episode with the Barchi stuff going on. And like maybe that's my problem too. What's funny is you really, really sound like a homophobe right now about Barchi. You're like, I couldn't even enjoy it because they kept showing, they kept throwing this on my face. Yeah. Which is, you know, you're right to say that. Though. I do, like, Shoni back and better than ever. Like, I'd like to see more scenes. Like, they, we did have plenty of scenes with them. I thought those were excellent. Like, let's have some more. I don't know. It's it, This episode was annoying me so much because it was just like Jughead's doing some shit I don't care. Barchi, okay, whatever. Uncle Frank is on my screen. Mm -hmm, exactly. Way that. more than I wanted to see him, which is zero. I don't want to see him ever. I mean. We did get Evelyn. That made me very, very happy to see Evelyn ever and ever because of just the moment of that. That made me excited. She was there. She was a homophobe. They were like looking through the Rolodex of Riverdale villains and they were like, we could make her a homophobe for sure. Um, <laughs> they couldn't um, do it with yeah. Donna for obvious reasons. They couldn't do it. She's on Yellow Jackets. being on Yellow Jackets. Yeah, they couldn't get it. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I don't mean to undercut Shoney by being like, why are these like this non-canon? Do you like, think you're like hurting like gay rights? Because I feel like, you're I feel like I'm hurting gay rights. Veronica I, instead of Shoni. Well, like I feel like I'm disrespecting them in some way, maybe. But they were great in this episode. That's like they were fantastic. Thank you, 
Shoni. They're great. She said, I'm attracted to girls. Yay! Thank God. They kiss. Thank you, God. Thank, Thank you, God above. Tony is still bisexual. She used this slurish against her crazy moment. They I don't know. In a locker room. That's kind of crazy. Like in like a public space. I, I just kept waiting for something, like someone to like burst yeah, in. Yeah, me too. And it was totally fine. Thank God again. I mean, I liked, I liked, like, I loved all their scenes. I loved that they go to the dark room. Something was um, up with Tony's bangs, unfortunately. Her bangs? I don't know what was going on. Which is either. so sad because I thought her bangs have looked fantastic yeah. overall. But then I was like, like they're sideways or something. I don't know. I they were weirdly Tony. parted. Yeah. Like the direction was weird. And they were like really like this like her hair looked so um so separated. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> Well said, well said. <laughs> um sorry. But I loved all their scenes. I loved the darkroom scene. Yeah. Um, I loved Tony's dance, like the cheerleading. That was, that was great. Pretty, I think that was a very successful scene. Um, <laughs> maybe one of the more successful cheerleader dances <laughs> on the show too. <laughs> like number, like like of the of the scenes of this show that have been absolutely dragged through the trenches by the general public. Those ones are really high up there. And there's so many of them. Too. Yeah. But um, every time. Yeah, I loved Cheryl looked fantastic. I loved all their dialogue. Costa Pepper, iconic. So funny. Really great. I think really the highlight of the episode by far. Um for sure. Strongest part of it by far. Thing I'm most interested in by far. I really don't give a fuck about Jughead at all. I've been talking for a second, but no, I am so a Shoney Warrior till the very end. Um let it be known. No matter what happens with Damn. those that I will not mention in this moment because of <laughs> sorry. Do you guys have anything else? No, I'm loving this. Okay. I'm loving your bravery. Okay. I I just <sighs> I feel so bad because I and it's such a bummer because I feel like let down from my absolutely atmospheric like no not atmospheric that's the wrong word i don't know what the right word is but my 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 extremely high expectations i cannot astronomic thank you my astronomical expectations Mm -hmm. for this season and so i just feel let down in comparison to that but also i mean i still do have faith that this could all tie into something and I will like it retroactively more later. Yeah. Depending on what happens. But just the way it's going right now concerns me. In terms of, again, it's not like, I mean, I'm speaking for myself here and not all three of us. The things that we're, that I'm actually watching, it's not like I'm like, this is so trash because it's bad television or whatever. It's just that I'm like, I feel so disrespected by... The, why are they it just feels like they're trying to cater just to the mass public yeah and not to the people that give a shit about the show and maybe i'm just an idiot and a fool for that but you know what this reminds me of actually the reason why maybe it's making me so upset is another cw television empire called supernatural 
which was the most disrespectful writing team of any writing team on the planet in history in terms of how much they fucking hated the fans forever he hates the fans i don't think he does hate the fans but i think that's why i'm being hurt by this is because i'm like you two you two are gonna do this by the way creators of well what's his fucking name i'm healing because i can't remember the guy who made supernatural's name hold on hold on call that a win this is really important eric kripke motherfucker eric kripke rotten hell He's not welcome on our he Riverdale is not podcast. Welcome on the podcast. Uh, for real though. But anyways, are they super? I guess I'm just podcasts that go through all yeah. eight thousand episodes. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm confident. There's podcast. There's songs. Oh, you want to look up some songs? I don't actually. There's edits. There's more fan fiction than you could read in a lifetime. Bella, if you want the material, it's out there. I feel like so many ships are getting content that are going to, like, as we've been watching this season and they've been, like, pairing up different people, I just keep thinking, like, this shot is going to be in so many edits or whatever. Like, this Mm -hmm. shot is going to be in so many fan cams. We need, um, you know, have Archie and Jughead, like, spoken recently? No. No. I don't think they really have since Jughead forgot everything. I don't think they're really friends. Yeah. That's true. They've only really hung out in groups. That's very interesting that they're not even friends. I guess because Jughead's supposed to be kind of a nerd. Well, hangs out with like Dilton and Ben and Button. Ben Button, who we did get. Yeah, he was there. That was the real Ben Button. That was exciting. It was supposed to be funny. Well, I just saw the episode where he dies okay, in of on season three, so I was excited to see Ben Button alive. <laughs> I mean, he's been alive at least once since. Yeah, since he died. well, in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. I. I think I thought there was some great acting in this. Episode. I think so too. Um, Once again, KJ Apa was really he was selling so it for me. Just I feel like, like when, like after he literally witnessed Veronica and Betty peeping on him, and then he walked up to them and he's just like, "Hey, ladies!" Like he's just he like the way good. he said it is just so like that wasn't a good impression, but it was just the way he said it was so goofy in a way I thought was very funny. I feel like he. I'm really enjoying him this season. Yeah. In a way that I haven't in the past. And I think that's part of why the Barchi scenes didn't bother me that much in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I didn't enjoy the stripping scene, but just in general, like I've enjoyed pretty much every episode or every scene with Archie, just because it's so fun watching KJ Apa's face do these. That is like, true. Really, he's doing so much face acting, and I think it's so fun. He's having a blast. Um, yeah. And then in terms of the stripping scene, like just in general, his romance, I think I'm just, it doesn't bother me much because I'm glad at the idea of 
Betty and Archie both getting to be with someone who genuinely wants to be with them. So I feel like Archie in this season, it's been like he really liked Veronica and then he had to go to that party where they're being like all the suitors are being pitted against each other and like all this stuff. Then he's with Cheryl and that ends up being fake. And so now he's finally, it's like, okay, this is my childhood best friend and I like her and she likes me back. This is so exciting and someone I feel safe with exploring my sexuality. And then same with Betty of like, okay, she's been with uh, Kevin for so long and has wanted to explore her sexuality and he's not been interested and has like made all these excuses, which we now understand why, or she now understands why. And now she's like okay well now i want to explore my sexuality with this guy who i trust and love and really care about and who cares about me back and also wants to be physical with me i think there's just something charming about that of like they I both get to be happy. i do understand the appeal and that it's not i like that it's not just like them having sex or like them whatever i like that it's like this very kind of innocent thing of like i've never seen a person of the like of that gender naked like i am really like that's kind of it sounded like that was almost part of what archie was so excited about she's just like i'm gonna see a girl naked (laughs) and it just feels very innocent and i think that's why i liked it i mean i didn't enjoy it i just felt like i it didn't bother me because i enjoy that idea of treating the teenage characters like teenagers that's true i did appreciate that and again and i've said this like a couple episodes ago or something but i still do enjoy the way their like teen sexuality is being portrayed far more than when they were in like season two and it's just like yeah here these here are these really really sexually confident and experienced teenagers who are banging all the time and they have no complicated feelings about that i like i do like this more i agree i think it's a better depiction of like teen sexuality and like that their relationship has more to it and it's i mean not maybe not more realistic i don't know but maybe more like genuine that's the same thing genuine um but that's what i mean when i'm saying like i don't mean you want to anti-birch tirade again go for it like you're saying bella that they are setting up like the perfect barchy end game that that it's good and that it's i know i know sorry well here's the thing i mean within 1955 riverdale for this set of episodes i think that this is a good combo I'm not saying I'm Barchi and Game Rabbit, but I do get what you're saying right now. I just, I mean, like, I guess I can't, like, I guess I'm like foaming in the mouth over here. Anyway, I just, I, I, it's impossible for me to ignore like the entire context of the rest of the show, thinking about like what Barchi was like before 1955 in terms of like. Archie just wanting like a wife or whatever like like that like the whole like Betty and the kid thing that drove me absolutely the wall you're right you know what I mean like you're 100% right that like in this 1955 bubble 
I think this is like probably the healthiest possible, like possibly one of the best, healthiest maybe heterosexual relationships that we've seen on the show. Um, in terms of like the buildup of it and the developing nature of it and the respect and love and trust they have for each other. I just like, like may make like I I just can't do it like it's I can't I have to be a hater like I'm glad you're here Bella so we can <laughs> God okay it's over again I Number two. first for some hope though I know it seems like we are so over but if if Barchi gets together like episode seven there's no fucking way they're staying together for the rest of the season that's true there's no way we are so back. <laughs> We are so back. Like, That's there's true. no way. Yeah, just, you're, you're right. I and, and I've said my opinion on whatever is going to be Endgame any time. Abridged version is that I think they're not going to actually, like, make it definitive. But I also think that if they did make it definitive, it would be, like, classic TV show finale kind of deal where it's kind of last minute the couple that you want to get together gets together. You think like, it would be like that? If they did, if they actually had couples like getting together. Like they're not going to be dating up to the episode. And no, like, I think together. they would have them, yeah. not necessarily in the finale, but like right at the end. I literally don't know, I guess, what should be worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back at it. I have to get <laughs> to read number three. Let's hear it. <laughs> I literally, I don't know what should be worst because like, I guess like, seeing them date up until the end, I'd be like, this is this is fucking awful. I don't know, like. <laughs> but because, what if Betty got to be a mother? <laughs> but if they got together at the very last minute, that would be just as what like if she got to be a homemaker of, because it would come out of absolutely no. Like, how could they not have it come out of absolutely nowhere? Like, I just I don't like either option. She could be like a PTA mom. Wouldn't that be fun? She'd take the kids. Hey, to I don't know practice. what Betty's perfect occupation would be. Maybe it'd be like working a, with a car mechanic. Yeah, actually, yeah. and she's like divorced or something. <laughs> or working maybe with there'll Agent be Drake. another time. Yeah, maybe there'll be another time jump, and she's gotten divorced from Archie. That'd be amazing. I would love dead. if they if they squeezed one more time jump in there. That would be fantastic. I actually think my ideal. Like Betty, like state would be her for her to be divorced from her because <laughs> only way they can't be together. It's the only way they for sure can't be together because they try. Unfortunately, people divorce. do get divorced and then get back together. Sometimes. But they wouldn't because the shit would end. <laughs> You're like Betty. You, okay, so you teleport into into Riverdale for one second, and you grab Betty by the shoulders, and you say, "You need to be divorced. You yeah. need to be divorced right now." And she could be a mechanic or like something. Like I'm, it ran over. <laughs> You're so yeah. We don't have a traditional like. September to May or whatever season. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to tell exactly when the mid season mark would be. That's true. It would be like around episode 10, 11. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of coming up. And I think in our predictions episode, I think we had kind of been predicting that the um, 
that they would be out of 1955 by like mid-season. God, I hope so at this point. I'm bored of it. I feel like you were not that bored of it in the episode we watched literally yesterday. Literally last night. No, you're right. (laughs) I I I'm a you know, I contain multitudes. I like to change my opinion a lot. Um I I think a good a good next episode would change my mind. Like I'd be like, I love nineteen fifty five. I never said a bad thing about nineteen fifty five. I just am scared. I'm scared. And I don't like feeling that way. Um, But I also, again, I totally, totally can see this, like, me still absolutely freaking loving the rest of the season. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, it's done. It won't be good anymore. I just am disappointed. And I, it's like, I kept waiting, I keep waiting for, like, the other shoe to drop. Like, they keep, like, I each episode for the past several Mm -hmm. ones it's been like oh it seems normal but but there's like no but comes i think it's gonna be pretty sudden like it won't just be like shit is weird like in like i think i don't think it's gonna be like a slow burn something weird. i hope it's like they're at the sock hop and then people in hazmat suits rush in and they're like taking them to containment units or something. Like something like like it doesn't have to be that literally, but something like that where it is a complete, complete tonal shift that is so jarring that all the idiots and losers watching going like this is what this whole show should have been like. All the morons who I don't respect will watch it and they'll go like oh this is weird and i'll go see ya i'm doing an l on my forehead see ya idiots like, how many of you, how many of you? that's more than last episode that's that's in millions that's still i know it's not much and we're not helping at all i know <laughs> we are not helping viewership i wait that's point two one million that's yeah, two hundred thousand. Only two hundred thousand people. I think that's the live. Watched it live, oh, yeah, so people would have access to CW on, on the television and watch yeah. it live. That's still, yeah. Riverdale does not have high viewership. It is sad. Okay, I sorry. Mean, um... I think most shows, when you get to season seven. Are not going to have super high viewership right. when it's a not a procedural or yeah. An yeah. anthology. Yeah, um, that's pretty natural. I think that they are genuinely in the past. Like, I don't think people with hazmat suits are going to come in. So I think that well, they're they, not in the past though. They're in a bubble created by Tabitha and Angel. I mean, they're in 1955, but. Because remember, she said that she put them far enough back that they could figure out. I mean, it's not like 1956 is ever going to come. Yeah, but I don't I think, think they're like literally. Have, I mean, I guess this gets into timeline mechanics, but like, I don't think they're literally like in the past i think they're like trapped in i like, do a i think they are genuinely 70 years in the past and but then where's they're... all the people that are actually supposed to be there 
Yeah, that's the one limitation. It's just because, like, if it were just our characters, like our main characters, I would agree. It's just because it's a bunch of people that we know who are, some of them are playing different roles. Yeah. Some of them are back from the dead. Okay. Some of them are whatever. I feel like then it's like a weird other, like almost like Rivervale. Yeah. But set in the 50s. I don't understand why they have the ability to change the future. That I don't understand. I think maybe it's a mix of the two. I don't think that they're actually in the past and can, like, it's exactly how it was. But I also don't think that it's... I I guess I don't think that they're in a bubble of, like, time, like, stagnant. No, I don't think so either. I think they'll continue to age, and if things continue, they'll reach maybe an alternate timeline than the one that we've seen happen like mm-hmm. I, but i don't think it's just like they're frozen in time like i think right like i mean seven years is a long time i don't think they're gonna like i think maybe we'll see another year at most of 1955 like the timeline but i think that time is like progressing as normal and I think that'll take like a extra dimensional time spatial event that will knock them loose from where they are right now. I don't think it's going to be like there's an audience watching them and like they're on a stage or something like that. Yeah. Well, so something we discussed in the past is the idea of, yeah, how it's going to end. Not the series, but how the. 9055 mm-hmm. thing is going to end in terms of what is going to be canon like are they because uh tabitha was saying like you to jughead in the first episode of season seven was saying you can't keep knowing everything you're going to lose your mind or in yeah. or you're going to keep messing mm-hmm. things up so we have to wipe your memory but so then i'm wondering when they presumably do get back to present day what versions of themselves are they going to be like are they going to have any memory of what's happened because that's kind of when the ships will end up almost not mattering in terms of yeah if they don't have memory of it then wouldn't tony and fang still be Hmm. whatever or like wouldn't um I still think I mean, it's going to be like they are themselves from season six, the end, but, the but last, they remember yeah. the 50s. Okay. Time. I, I feel know. like some of the characters are very different versions of themselves. So it would be That's really true. interesting to have Archie suddenly like, what's going on? Instead of like, gee whiz, like, let's, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a very different performance. So it's going to be an interesting test of their acting, kind of, to be able to do that transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know what the present day will look like because yeah, it's cause... been annihilated by Hot okay. Comet. Um, <laughs> so there, like, isn't a present, I guess. Jughead's not doing a lot of bending towards justice, is he? I did not what give you, a fuck about him in this episode. I was going to say, what do you think about this plagiarism thing? Because it has to be relevant to something. What I, think I was that's thinking, bending towards justice, a oh, different well, type okay, of that's, justice. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I just, yeah, that's true. I, I meant the like plot wise. Like, what do you think of um, 
what I thought it was going to be was like he steals the manuscript and he's like, this is familiar for some reason. And it's because it's from the future or something like that. Yeah. But it didn't seem, it seems like it could have been something along those lines because he just got really cagey as soon as Jack had mentioned it. What was the book called? I, I feel like remember. it must have been a Jupiter reference journals. to journals. Huh? The Jupiter journals. Let's see. Because I was wondering if it was a reference to a Ray Bradbury book. He has a book called The Martian Chronicles. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just being a jughead hater for a second. Really severely. Well, you have I to balance it out. Unhappy. I mean, I just I don't like him that much, so I guess I didn't really enjoy watching his scenes. I think his, I think Jugular is a pretty sick looking though. That is cool. Um, it really is a mystery, I guess, the whole comic thing. Yeah, that character was a strange character. Did we know that actor? Yeah, he wasn't on no. the IMDb page, which I thought was odd. I was so because the randos they were on the double date with were on there. Sorry, I was randos. So so hoping I would know who the actor was, and I didn't. It never happens these days on Riverdale. We really just get every ham and egger on. <laughs> That's funny. Ray Berry. That's what I spelled it. You're spelling something for me that when I'm not typing. You spelled it wrong. Typing at all. Is that really how they spelled it in the thing? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to check one more time to make sure I didn't miss him. Sorry for the dead air. But this is so critical. We did get Hal Cooper as well. Classic. She's literally not so, here. Yeah. He's, he's literally yeah. not here even. We also, uh, we being, oh, he is here. Allie and I, during the episode, we realized that the comic illustrator guy is like a copy of, um, what's his first name? Michael Ginsburg. Michael Ginsburg from Mad Men. He just looks just like him. And, so I, and, and he's an illustrator. Similar and he's dressed similarly. And he's an illustrator also. And his voice is similar. So that's fun. That's um, the guy who is... He was in Prom Pact! Oh my god! He's one of the main characters from Prom Pact! And I even recognize him? Some fan I am. Anyway. Hey! Sorry. I barely um, even finished my sentence. Anyway. He's in a bunch of, like, random shit. Uh, yeah. I... He's in the big time movie, the big time rush movie. <laughs> Prompact mm. is a Milo Manheim flick. Catch it in a theater near you if you have a chance. 
or just illegally online because it's not in any theaters at all. There was a show in 1997 called Riverdale. Canadian soap opera portrays the daily conflicts and drama among the lives and relationships of members of the Toronto community of Riverdale. So this guy's That's ironic. Shows That's fun. Like 20 years apart, he's on two different Riverdales. Good for him. That's really funny. Anyways, any other thoughts on this episode? I'm just confused of why the Brad Rayberry actor wouldn't be on IMDb. No, he was. He just didn't have his he character was? name listed. I just found him. Oh. That's what I was saying. He was in Oh, that's what you were reading. I'm sorry. I yeah. thought you were reading about one of the... No. Um... He just didn't have his name listed when I looked the first time. Like, the character name, so I thought he wasn't there. But I recognized him. Oh, yeah. Why would... That's perfect. They don't want us to find him. Yeah. He's the and yes, he was in prom pack. Okay, yes. But he's Senator Lansing, which is, like, crazy. That's a huge get. Um, I... Any other episode thought? I fucked Frank. <laughs> Fuck Uncle Frank. You said I fucked Frank. I didn't. That's what you said. I have more thoughts. Frank is the worst. He really sucks, and I hate his stupid fucking mustache. He just felt. It, it was frustrating me, kind of, that at no point did Archie say, like, Mom, can you please have Uncle Frank leave me alone? And, like, let me have a childhood. Freaking misogyny. I mean, Mary did step up. She did. Yeah, but only after he was having a terrible time. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like... Well, she did call him on purpose to help with Archie. You're so right. I forgot that. I mean, mm. yeah, I guess I'm glad that she, like, she did step up and... Archie, like, stood up for himself, too. True. So maybe we'll not see Frank ever again. Like, they're just gonna forget about him. If they let him slide off without killing him for real, I'm gonna be mad. We deserve it. <laughs> maybe he was the milkman. But, and Ethel was, because Ethel hasn't seen him. That's actually a pretty good idea. I better get There are things throughout the show that have been said to have been going on for decades, which would include that Mothman family. Yeah. Doing they could be around. Thing. Old Man Dreyfus. They could yeah. find young Man Dreyfus. I forgot about that. That fight scene at the junkyard or whatever. <laughs> Mummified in maple syrup Mothman body. That at least had some whimsy and mystery to it because the junkyard scene was just like they've got to film an action sequence right now and like, uh, I don't know. Um, who was your MVP be for this episode? I call Tony. Okay. Tony would be my MVP because she was gay and Actually, she was bisexual, even. She made that clear. Um, 
she was bisexual and I was glad that she was like, I am not going to be with you. I'm not interested in you anymore, Cheryl, because I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Like, good for her because Tony's had to put up with some things over the seasons from Cheryl. So I was glad at that. But then Cheryl did step up and they did get together. Tony did a great dance again is ter- in terms of Riverdale cheerleading dance scenes high on the list. Um, yeah, I thought she was great. Highlight of the episode. I'm gonna... Something real quick. Something we yeah. forgot to talk about was mm-hmm. Cheryl talking about her aunt Carol. Uh, oh, uh, we almost missed that. Thank that you, Bella. So... Aunt Carol. She talks about having a gay aunt Carol, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's my gay aunt, Carol Aird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to say about that this thing about Tony like trying to leave, like being like, I'm gonna leave you, like if you're not gonna be like genuine yourself and like I can't like be dragged along like this. I thought that was a really great, succinct like again, like a point like that kind of encapsulates a lot of the show and a lot of like Tony and Cheryl's relationship in terms of like a lot of the show has been like Tony just going along with Cheryl despite like it hurting Tony or like the relationship suffering like um and just like her just like not taking Cheryl's shit in that way and just, like forcing Cheryl into that position and then Cheryl actually stepping up and like owning like that part of herself like immediately in order to like do it for herself and also for Tony's like like the relationship with Tony I thought it was like good um and a strong moment we'll see um my MVP is Veronica for I don't know for her gay tension with Betty I think um for t- speaking to Betty, <laughs> um, for inviting Betty over to her house, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I thought she was good though. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it, I guess, to Cheryl, um, because I liked her kind of flirting with Tony and being like I, I I liked when she was trying to kind of defend Tony and being like don't spread that rumor don't say that but then I also liked the resolution of Tony being like no I'm not ashamed of this and I don't want you to assume I'm going to be ashamed of this yeah. and I don't want to be with someone who like is really ashamed of this or whatever um and I was just proud of her, yeah, in that moment of saying, like, you're right. I'm so, like, I don't know what you want me to say, but I'm really sorry. And I am attracted to girls. I am, I know I am attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, a real win. A real and win, then yeah. them talking openly at the dark room. I really liked that whole scene. And then just, yeah, just generally her being just so excited and so, seemingly very happy was just a really nice because we cheryl doesn't get that many happy episodes that's true cheryl happy moments two minutes long like that's it very good pick what would you guys give this out of 10 
There were like no nouns. I'm trying to think of nouns and I've been trying to think of them for like four minutes and I can't get any. It's a grim. Um, there were no nouns used in the episode. It was very unusual. I, yeah, go ahead. I just thought of a nail. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were raising your hand. Was that no, I was oh, okay. in slow motion. Nice. I'll go. So yeah. I'm going to give it six and a half out of ten uh, rear window references. Nice. Um, I I enjoyed this more than I was expecting. Similar to the last episode, I think because of the promo, like I wasn't that pumped about the last episode or about this episode. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I liked. I really liked all of the Shoni stuff. I thought the Jughead stuff was kind of weak. Or I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, I thought the the whole thing with them at the end, they find that Dilton Doily had Jughead's comic and it like has his name on it. They kind of set that up in the last episode, so it kind of annoyed me that they didn't get to that until the very end of this episode and yeah. have it be kind of like a um cliffhanger or like a dun 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 kind of a thing Mm -hmm. because we already had that be the end of the last episode so that was just a little bit annoying um and just the stuff with brad rayberry i'm sure it's gonna make sense later like i'm sure it's all gonna come together in some way but i just really did not care and i just thought it was very just a strange plot line especially to have with an actor we haven't already met and who isn't like a cameo. Wait, no, we've all seen Prom Pact, so they were like, they'll get it. You know what, it is a cameo. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're right, though. No, you're right, though. You're right. Um, But, you know, I thought the stuff with Barchi, like I said, I'm not rooting for Barchi, but I do like how there is mutual attraction and respect in this moment and that there's no like deception like she just goes up and she's like hey would you like to go to the movies with me and he says i would like to but i can't can we do it like they're just very open and then when he sees her looking he's like hey i saw you and then when she's like oh i i don't know what you're talking about he's like no we could be honest with each other i did see you i enjoyed it i want to do this with you i just like that of them showing their mutual attraction but it was also uncomfortable to watch um them actually execute that plan but it was great watching betty and veronica prepare to execute that plan so (laughs) a balance um, I'm gonna give it five and a half plagiarized comics out of ten. I'll say yours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it that much. I thought five and a half goes to Cheryl and Tony. Like we are so back. Like thank God. And also the scenes with Betty and Veronica. Cause I thought those were good. Very, just great scenes. Um, I'm glad they were talking to each other. I thought. Just all of it was great. Um, 
not a fan of the Barchi, as I've said before. Um, <laughs> I really didn't like the Jughead comic stuff. I thought it was really weak, especially in comparison, even just like the last few episodes with Jughead content. I was actually like enjoying those times with that writing. And this, I just, I didn't enjoy um, I'm sure it's going somewhere, but, and I mean, there's been much worse plot lines on this show that have gone somewhere as well, but I just say I wasn't into it. Um, and again, yeah, the Barchi, I just, I do like that they were honest with each other. They were direct, they were genuine, like it is a healthy, trusting relationship for like two teenagers. However, I just like, I'm really allergic to it. Um, and it really, hurt my enjoyment of the episode. Um, I'm going to give it four out of ten Aunt Carol's. Because Very good. Um, yeah, I know that's low, but you know, I'm a, I'm a creature of emotion. So this is I don't know. I just really didn't like it that much. It's not like it was so terrible. All, all four points go to Choni. Shoney um because they were fantastic i loved all those parts i just felt like they were really that was like the only part i was enjoying from the episode and after we finished the episode i was like oh it's over because like i felt like it it went by so fast to me because i kept waiting for like the episode to start (laughs) like i kept waiting for the interesting part to start and it just kept not starting Mm Um, I just didn't love it. I am also, I'm sure, swayed by the fact that I'm, my hope is wavering in terms of my confidence that they'll, that they'll bring it in for a final smackdown and it'll be epic. Um, but that hope is still there. I just didn't love this episode. That's all. Um, predictions? The crazier, the better. No one Um, threw up in this episode. My prediction was wrong. Uh, um, I, I do think Betty's going to flash the, the camera. Do you really think so? You guys were both... I'm just picking back on what both of you said. No, I'm just meeting. asking. I'm not, like, mad. Um, I'm just really, like, do you really think that's what's going to happen? I think she's going to do something provocative. Yeah. Gonna, I think she's going to do something very provocative. Maybe. maybe not flash, but, like... Maybe showing lingerie and something. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, Maybe she will just like lift her skirt like up her thigh yeah, and she'll like a garter on or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm not thrilled about this dancing episode because it seems kind of like another gimmick. I did really like Tales from the Jiggly Vein because it, I mean, it was a gimmick, but I thought it actually moved the plot along and I loved the horror elements of it. This, I'm just like, Again, like maybe it's only like a small portion of the episode. So, um, I mean, it seems like the whole crew is there, which yeah. is interesting. Like, I wonder what the setup for it is going to be. Um, cause they, they set it up in this episode where on their date with the two who's or whatever, they say that they're, they're like, oh, your parents run the like the TV studio. Why aren't you on their dance program every day? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'd have to do it for three hours after school every day. Yeah. So it's just I interesting have... that they're able to do that. 
I hope that they're doing a dance marathon, like one of those dance till you drop like competitions. Mm. I hope like a... that's my prediction. It's one of those. One of those classic if... TV episodes where they do a dance on that actually happens and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So mm. we have one that ha- also happens in the sweet life on deck. I think mm-hmm. community community. Really okay. Was... Wait, so there's a few. So maybe it'll be a dance-a-thon episode. TV really makes you think you're going to encounter a few of those in your life every year. Um, I think that Cheryl and Tony will have some very wonderful tender moments. I hope so. That will be the highlight of the episode. Um, And I think Betty and Archie will face repercussions, but they will continue to try to see each other despite it. I think someone um, is going to die next episode. I think it's time. Like with the Muggses, like I feel like there's just yeah. another one coming. Or similar. I think Evelyn is going to attempt to out Cheryl. Damn. Or something. Wow. Like I think she's going to be like yeah. maybe she'll try and take over the vixens by doing that. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just upset. So upset. Should I take the description out? I will pull it up. There is one. I will have it in moments. I think Uncle Frank is going to oh well so yeah we should do our predictions in terms of what the consequences are going to be for the striptease because um, at the end of the episode uncle frank bursts into archie's room hal bursts into betty's room they're like what the fuck are you doing and seemingly they like saw which was kind of my point i think in last episode i mentioned they're stripping in each other's windows as if there aren't other windows with a view of yeah you know I mean? yeah like, they're just stripping from the window like it seems like it's like the only just... lit window on the street like no one's gonna look <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know why how and or frank were awake at midnight like i feel like it was a good idea to do it so late but i don't know why they were awake and then i'm guessing just one of them called the other to be like yeah the fuck your son is or your like, nephew is stripping Never. yeah i think the consequence for betty is that she's gonna have to work at her parents show and that's why she's there really good yeah consequence so for archie is he's gonna on her. have to be even harder on the basketball team like, I think Uncle Frank's just going to actually not go away now. They've really done, there. like, every single sport on this damn show. Football, like... basketball, wrestling, boxing. Um, they no do baseball hockey ever. No, they didn't do Mm-mm. baseball. Too boring. No hockey, that's weird. Hockey, I mean, imagine trying to film well, but they're in them resembling a hockey match, though. And you would need them to be able to skate. Or they'd have to move around on the ice, and you just have to have a gazillion shots of extras. Film things like ice, like it's like it's it's doing. I mean, I'm saying the actors would need to be able to skate. Oh, I can't skate. Yeah, you're right. So they'd have to have a lot of shots of people who can skate, 
like yeah, you're right. and then it would look really silly and they'd have to hire a gazillion more people to do that and they'd have to shoot within an ice rink and they'd have to get that looks hockey, old timey and they'd have to get hockey gear um and they'd have to make it look interesting and exciting as a hockey game when nobody's actually playing hockey like they haven't done soccer yet which is kind of interesting yeah yeah and there's too much running too big of a field unlike football unlike jackets actually yeah the description is fearing that Betty is going down the wrong path. Alice forces her to join the after school dance show. Okay. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> <Good work. laughs> um, it's called American Grandstands. Meanwhile, Kevin is forced by Tom to join the Riverdale high basketball team and Veronica finds herself cut off by her parents. That's it. That's all we have herself cut off by her parents oh miha oh miha yeah we got another oh miha that was funny so she's like get out of here oh miha put an egg in your shoe and beat it it. that was funny it was great we got another lizzo sighting Mm -hmm. or scene like she was actually talking Mm and moving the plot a bit they used the word ginchy again they really did i think that was my prediction Yeah. yeah Well, we shall see what happens. Um, see you later, Dinks. No, um, with that, I thought you were waiting for me to say it. Can we get that famous sign off again? See you later, Dinks. Yay. Ooh.